1: At LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus.
2: Terms and conditions apply.
0: Hello. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, hey. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode. This is your girl, Jenny. Shade. And we have a special guest. do indeed, indeed. Bumi Jennifer. Bumi.
3: Hi, hey, how are you? you? Welcome to <laughs> the podcast.
0: Finally, you're here. Yeah, you know this is, this. is This is our OG, you know, like she's been listening for time. Oh, yeah, guys, you know, I'm <laughs> a big
2: fan. <friend. laughs> oh, thanks, girl. We no no love to see it
0: yeah welcome thank you so much for coming on no problem
3: no problem happy to be here
2: (laughs) so do you want to introduce yourself tell us a bit about what you do who you are
3: okay so like I said my name is Bumi I am a current BPTC student so that's short for the bar professional training course Mm -hmm. Um, I was
2: going to say you have to break that down for some (laughs) of us I have no (laughs) clue what that means
3: Um, so yeah I'm currently training to become a barrister so I'm in my final year and I will be qualified um, within a few months. Woohoo! Um, yeah. So
0: soon to be barrister, Im- imagine I have. I will soon have a best friend as a barrister. That's like not everyone can say that. <laughs> so that's it.
2: <laughs> Your price's gone up, you know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You boy know. can come and be like, hey, babe, we're <laughs> gonna come into uh, <laughs> a match up. No no, 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 no. Exactly. You know, no, my just gone up, babe.
3: Thank you as always, <laughs> as always. Um. So yeah. Um. I currently work in a barrister's chambers full-time while studying Mm -hmm. part-time. On the side as well, I run a fashion law blog called the Fashion Law Chronicles. Um, It basically blogs on the legal and business side of fashion. So um, we've done a few blog posts worldwide. We were in the UK Blog Awards back in 2017. Wow, well done. Um, We had a first event in 2000. And 18. So, yeah, at the moment, we're on a bit of a break. until okay. You know, I finish my yeah. bar course and then we're going to be back on
2: full course. Um, yeah, so that's a bit about me. That's different. Nice. So fashion and legal yeah. stuff. So how, how did the two, just tell us a bit about how the two relate. You um, don't typically think of fashion when you think of legal.
3: Yeah. So fashion law is actually a legal area in the States. It is really, really big there. Mm. Not so much here. So it was literally, I went to a networking event and then they were talking about it. I spoke to one of the organisers and she was saying like, yeah, like you should really like explore that avenue um, since it's not really big here. So I did a bit of research. So it's literally just about intellectual property. So copyright, trademarking, Mm. employment law, contracts. um, So all within like the fashion law world, fashion world basically. So
0: Mm. yeah. I think that's really useful because you know, when people want to start off a fashion law, b- not fashion law, a fashion brand, they yeah. don't really think too much about the law side of things and the legal side. Yeah. That they do have to take into consideration. So having having someone who's an expert in that is really useful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and it's also quite a niche area. Yeah. You don't really hear about it too much. Yeah, exactly. That's it's very, it very, ends. very small.
3: I mean, there's a few uh, law firms that do specialize in like fashion and luxury Mm. law um it's not very big as well I think London College of Fashion some years ago did a fashion law course during Easter just mm. to give it like a trial run yes. um so yeah it's still quite a hidden area of law yeah I think so yeah that's cool
0: and you said you are working yeah and studying at the same time yeah, yeah. now I know the hideous hours that you do <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah but for
3: people you work as a
2: lawyer, right?
3: Uh, no, so I'm not a qualified lawyer just yet. Right, so I'm training mm. to become. Oh, so
2: are, are you on a training contract? Um, so training
3: contracts for solicitors. I'm doing like the barrister side ah, of it. So
2: as you can tell, my knowledge <laughs> is very limited. <laughs> no,
3: no, it's fine. It's fine. It is like quite complicated mm. sort of thing. Um, so I study part time on the weekend, every two two weeks, on a Saturday and Sunday, ah. and then Monday to Friday from nine till five thirty. I work full time within admin at uh, a law firm.
2: Right, um,
3: right. So yeah, I could be basically doing a seven day working week oh my mm.
2: goodness. plus studying.
3: Yeah.
2: Which so I, I
0: absolutely <laughs> definitely because <laughs> I I know the hours you do and I know it's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. But it just shows how you know how great your passion is and you've always wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> You've always wanted
3: to be a lawyer. So seeing you,
0: seeing you follow that through mm. is amazing. Um, and seeing you also juggle both of them at the same time, it's also quite a great thing to see as well. So I think that this kind of flows nicely into our topic for today. Yes. And, you know, into how to... Well, two things. How to juggle both like your mm. nine to five and let's say a side hustle, but then also... Being an entrepreneur, I mean, I think as we all have, we've seen a lot on Twitter, on social media, everyone's trying to like do their own thing, which is amazing. Um, but there's also been, you know, some talk about whether a nine to five is less than being an entrepreneur
2: mm-hmm. and working for yourself. So what are you guys' thoughts about this? Okay, so when me found a tweet actually. Um, that I think we should kind of read out and then Mm -hmm. start a discussion based on that and then kind of go from there. So someone tweeted, I find that creative professionals look down on corporate professionals like we have no depth and personality and that's why we are stuck behind a desk job. Meanwhile, studies show people who go into the performing arts suffer from an external locus of identity. Okay, that's quite, that's quite interesting though because I thought it would be the other way around. So I thought corporates would look down on creatives because maybe they feel like they're not making as much money as them. Do you know what? I think, honestly, I think it's a bit of both. Mm.
0: There's pros and cons to, mm. to both things. The corporate side, like the corporate people, they might feel like creative people, they don't have a sense of weight. They don't know what they want to yeah. do. Yeah, so that's yeah. why they just want to do their yeah. own thing. Whereas the creative people, they might feel like... An, by the way, this is just a generalisation. I don't mean that every single creative or corporate person thinks like this. But um, creative people, they might feel like someone who's working in a corporate or just a general nine to five, they just, you know, they were forced into it. There's no other option, basically. And this is something that, you know, for me, it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine. Mm-hmm. It's, honestly, it's a real pet peeve because I thought... If somebody wants to do a nine-to-five and it's genuinely their passion, they shouldn't be ridiculed for that. Yeah. Because at the end of the day it's something that they study for. for for me for example I studied to become an occupational therapist I had to go to university for it yes it's a 9 to 5 but I enjoy my job yeah, yeah. I
2: enjoy it and not everyone <laughs> wants to have a side hustle I think not everyone yeah. I think it's it's in trend now that oh you've got to have a side hustle how many businesses are you doing on the side but it's not by force it's, it's not not everyone desires to have a side hustle remember when Steph London oh, I don't even like saying her name because I really don't like how she <laughs> thinks her mm. as a person she seems okay, but I think she's very obnoxious and ignorant. She tweeted something like, oh, those people that have nine-to-fives have no ambition. You guys are just, um, you're lazy. You're not working hard enough. You're not working hard like us. Something like that.
3: I think... There's a lot of
2: I was even to something <laughs> oh, say that <laughs> me up.
3: I think there's a lot of glorification in terms of everyone wants to be their own boss. Yeah. There's something about not having someone boss you around yeah. being your own person. And I think that's kind of like the bandwagon everyone's jumped on. Like, no one wants to be bossed around nobody wants to be ordered around to yeah. do stuff everyone wants to do stuff on their time mm-hmm. you know so I think the whole entrepreneurial thing I think that's what spurs people on yeah at the same time I won't lie and say corporate people haven't looked down on creatives yeah like there was a time maybe a few years back where if you weren't in the nine-to-five or if you weren't in a traditional career role then you were literally seen as you know doing nothing in life mm. at the same time I think it's kind of reversed now so creatives are the big thing mm. um owning a business yeah you know if you own a business then you'll seem to be someone who's worthy yeah I mean, talented sort of thing who's got money basically who's, yeah
2: you know who, who you're, can your live lavish yeah. Yeah.
3: you're your own person sort yeah. of thing. Um, at the same time I think these people also forget in order to even be an entrepreneur I feel like there's some sort of you have to have experienced um being under somebody
2: else yeah and I always say this like somebody
3: you have to to be a leader you have to be shown how to lead And the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you yourself are led by someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people forget
2: that. Yeah. And then I always, and then I also feel like if everyone is an employer, Who's, mm-hmm. who's going to be the employees? Yeah, yeah. If everyone wants to be their own boss and, you know, manage people and be a leader and be the CEO, who is going to work for you? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> you uh, know, you, everyone needs people that is going to help to support their business, their hustle, whatever they're doing. But if all of us is that person, how, who, who's going to work yeah, for us? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I totally agree with that. And I also think at the end of the day, both Whether you're creative or whether you work a nine to five, they're both going to make you money, Mm. right? Providing work hard for it. Yeah. However, you you need to figure out what works best for you. Not everyone can be an entrepreneur. Mm. Not everyone can work under that pressure. Mm. Being an entrepreneur, people glamorize it, but they're back at home just trying to figure out what to do. There's businesses that are failing every minute. And you really have to be in a certain mind space to be able to deal with that. Just like working in a nine to five, depending on where you work, you re- you have to have that skill set. So I can't say that one is easier than the other. But what I will say is you have to do what you are good at and what works well for you. Yeah. Otherwise, it I, I don't see it working out unless you're able to, to learn on a job and not everyone has the resources to just come out there and just be an entrepreneur we're not all fortunate we're not all kylie jenners you know where we can just go out there oh mommy i just want i want to start a lip kit we can't do that (laughs) yeah you know we really have to save up and work for it yeah so I think this whole debate about whether one is better than the other or if you work in out to five, you don't have dreams, you don't have ambition. Listen, maybe my ambition is to be a director of a company
2: exactly. or a partner. You know, okay? and, to do that, yeah. <laughs> and to do that, you have to work your way up, right? You, you exactly. can't just start a, a company as an admin or as a, I don't know, assistant manager and then just one day wake up and you're a director. You're yeah. going to have to work under someone's leadership. You're going to have to be managed before you can work your way up. Exactly. And also I feel like in a nine to five, there's so many skills that we learn. Like Mm -hmm. when someone's managing you, you you, you can kind of learn a lot about yourself that you wouldn't learn just on your own. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, with me, my team is really small, so it's just my manager and I. And... When she gives me feedback and when she says, actually, Shada, you could do things in a different way or you could do things in this way, it's because she's observed how I work Mm -hmm. and she can tell me this would work better. And I'm actually learning that, okay, maybe, yes, I do need to change my language when I'm responding to emails or I do need to, I don't know, be more focused or improve my accuracy. And these are all things that one day if I do want to become um, an entrepreneur, since that's the core thing to do, I can take all these skills that I've learned and actually apply that to my business. so i really do think that having a nine to five comes with great 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 advantages and the skills are transferable yes exactly exactly but then when you're working for yourself you're not always able to self-evaluate and be Mm -hmm. self-critical so you may not be able to say actually i didn't do this today um i did i didn't do this well today what should i improve on the next day whereas if someone is that's why mentorship is so important exactly, because yeah. when you have someone that you're kind of accountable to and they can be really honest and critical about how you're performing how you're doing then you're able to improve that for the you know the mm-hmm, next time yeah. yeah so I think there's that's, advantages a, that's, a, that's a good of point nine to five,
0: yeah quick question so this is I am all for you know doing what you, you need to do and doing what you're good at mm. however I will say having an, a nine to five yes you can work your way up but do you feel like there's any at any point like where you're limited as to how much maybe you could earn? Because I think that's probably where people are, you know, getting all this comparison and one is better than the other in terms of like how much you can earn. Yes, you can work your way up. But in terms of like financial freedom and, or having that passive income, will you find that in a, a nine to five? Or will you find that in a business that you create or you're a
3: part of? Mm. I think <clears throat> talking in terms of being, like, I'm training to be a lawyer, by, basically. And I know everyone is out there thinking, you know, lawyers get really paid, like, really, really well and everything. I think, generally speaking, in terms of being a barrister now, because when you're a barrister, you're self-employed. Yeah. You don't really right. work
0: okay, for that's, somebody. That's, that's yes, just really good to hear because I don't think many people know that.
3: No, as a barrister, you're self-employed. So about 84% of barristers are self-employed. Mm-hmm. And you have the remaining who are in the employed bar. So they'll work for the local government. Oh. They'll work for a law firm. They'll work for... Um, a company, for example, like Sainsbury's, like working in-house as a lawyer. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Um,
3: so you have that as well. Yeah. So, but like I said, a lot of barristers are actually self-employed. So in terms of month to month, they won't have the same amount of money coming in every month. It varies. I think just on experience and speaking to barristers, you can make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's going to take some time and work, but I think, Based on the people I've spoken to, being embarrassed versus being an entrepreneur is where it's at. Mm. You're self employed. I feel like that's what I said. I feel like not everyone does their research into what a nine to five classifier is. Right. Yeah. Like,
2: a people s- just think it's a desk job. It's a desk like, job. I just come in yeah. and sit on my computer and type all day and go home, home. and repeat exactly. it for the next year and a half exactly
3: and that's what that's what (laughs) you know as a barrister you're you're not it's not really like a nine-to-five you're self-employed so you do have the flexibility to go on holiday when you want to take the kids out go to luxury places buy what you want but at the same time you are going to you know put in that work yeah so I think in that respect I think just generally I think I mean if you're able to do both to be a barrister and have your own business fair enough but I think yeah, I would prefer at the moment to carry on with the route I'm at. Mm. And then if I so wish, then, you know, mm. I can take my passion yeah. and set it up as a business. Yeah. I mean,
0: the reason why I mentioned that is because I'm just thinking about the people who are working a 9-to-5. I say a 9-to-5 very loosely because I know it's not always a 9-to-5 and it really just depends on what you're doing. Mm. But... um for people who are working more structured jobs and they do enjoy it, but they feel like the thing that's lacking is that financial freedom or they want to increase their pay and maybe there's only a certain level that they can get up mm-hmm. to. What, what would that person do? Like, what if, if the person wants to turn into entrepreneurship, is that such a, a bad thing to, mm-hmm. to think actually? I do like my job, but do I see myself working under someone for the next five years, next 10 years and earning the similar
3: sort of salary and not being able to move up as much? If you see yourself progressing on more than a typical nine-to-five, then by all means, go and be an entrepreneur. Don't let you know your nine-to-five hold you down. If you see yourself getting to um, an actual financial grade, or you want more things in life, be an entrepreneur. What well, I would say, don't just be an entrepreneur for the sake of financial gain. Mm. Find out what you're actually yeah. good at, yeah. what your passion is. What do you want to use the finance for? Yeah. Not just, okay, I want to use the finance to lavish my life. Fair enough. Like, I'm not saying that's wrong at all. But yeah, I mean, everyone wants Yeah, that. but, you know, do find a passion. Do find what you're good at. Do find a gap in the market, for example, and create your stamp in that market. Because mm. I feel like a lot of people mm, just set up businesses for the sake of setting just up yeah, well,
2: Because, <laughs> no. because they, they just want the money. But I feel like if money is your main motivation, mm, mm. it's only going to last you so long. Yeah. It's not yeah. sustainable. Yeah. You have yeah. to be passionate about it because starting a business and doing any sort of side hustle is hard work it's not like you know a nine-to-five where things are already in place and you're kind of told what to do and you're given a direction with a nine-to-five you have to create that direction for yourself yeah yeah. so 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 Jen your question was about whether when you get to a certain level yeah I mean
0: I'm just trying to see it
2: are you kind of capped maybe
0: yeah because I think that's what I've been seeing a lot on social media. Like, okay, we get it. Nine to five. It's amazing for security and you can progress. But at some point, if you want to move up higher, Mm. are you limited? And, I suppose it depends on where you work and also it depends on you as well if you're actively seeking other opportunities in that field exactly. because you really yeah. have to do your research. Yeah, yeah. Even for me, working as an occupational therapist, it's not just hospitals that we yeah. work yeah. in. We work in companies, we work in schools. Like You have to
2: do your research and be actively searching for other places that you can fit yourself in. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and what I was going to say because with the whole career thing and how far you can take your career it's totally down to you as an individual you have to be proactive in searching for those opportunities so like for example I work as an Lnd consultant learning and development consultant for those of you that may not be familiar with the term mm-hmm. and I'm currently doing my CIPD mm-hmm. which is a professional qualification so that I can become more accredited in the area that I'm in and that's so that I can level up in my career and so that I can move to the next level yeah. without having anything limiting me so again it's really about how how much you want it if you want to become a director one day if you want to become a partner then you have to, no one's going to make it happen for you as far as the company's concerned they're happy paying your 30, 40k because that's cheap for them yeah. your cheap labour type yeah. thing. <laughs> I mean not in <laughs> all jobs like that yeah <laughs> you know when you think about it like that you'll think hmm, actually do you know what I'm going to I'm going to apply for this promotion. I'm actually going to increase my salary like I have to. But, yeah, I just feel like you, you have to be proactive. Look at the opportunities. Seek opportunities. Ask your manager. Ask your colleague colleagues. How do I do this? How do I do that? Get a mentor as well, a work yeah, mentor, yeah. someone who is, like, senior, really senior, who can bring you up there because they, they want you to do well but you have to want it for yourself exactly. as well. Exactly. Yeah. No one is going to force you to get that promotion. No one's going to force you to seek out opportunities. Mm-hmm. Do you see what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I think how far you get, how well you do in your career really depends on you. It does. And yeah. a lot of people don't progress because they're lazy and they're just con- content. Mm-hmm. And I feel like our generation, we're quite ambitious, actually, I have yeah, to say. Yeah. The older generation, I've spoken to some people who have remained on maybe a consultant or senior consultant level for the past 20 years mm. because they're okay with that. Mm. Their salary is okay. Yeah, yeah. their salary is okay. They don't want the stress of having to apply for a better role, having to go through the interview process. So they stay at that level. And to them, is they're fine with it. So it really depends on you. Mm. It really, yeah. really depends on how much you want it, yeah, yeah,
0: because yeah.
2: yeah. you can earn like I know partners at these big four companies, some of them earn like a quarter of a million. Mm. Wow, obviously, wow. so you'll be heavily like, taxed, yeah. Your tax <laughs> is, like, yeah, cut that in half, but you know, they earn good money and it's a lot of sacrifice and a lot of work, but you really can do it,
0: yeah, mm. and same as. Being an entrepreneur, being yeah, you know, kind of a
2: exactly. There's a lot of sacrifices that you have to need. Yeah. But guys, don't you feel like there's an emergence in like companies or organizations or projects that are really focusing on um the betterment of creatives? Um, what do you mean? What do you think? So like for example, guap, go guap, go how mm. do you say it? Go up? What? Grew up, right, so we're calling it their studio, right? <laughs> <Yeah. For example. laughs> I would say their name, right? I <laughs> uh, I used to say Grew up, and Jen was like, "Um, Shadi, I think it's Guap." <laughs> that's it. I'm so, uh, so um, So, like for example, with them, they purely just want to support creatives, yeah. right? That's their that's their aim, that's their ambition, which is why they even set up their mm-hmm. studio. Do you think? Or don't you think, rather, that there are quite a few initiatives that are the same?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think there are, mm. and I think it's just being recognised as a career. And I say, yes, I say this yes, exactly. because I remember, Bumi, because we went to the same school. Yeah. Um, in school and probably other schools in in general as mm. well, they put more focus on the nine to five, the traditional, the traditional nine yeah, to five yeah. jobs, yeah. You know, yeah, and less on like arts and crafts, crafts and, and creative yeah, subjects, yeah. right? And I think now people are putting more value on people who are creators because they can see that they're actually working hard and, you know, they're bringing stuff to the table. Yeah. So, And
2: you need creatives.
0: You do. And you don't only need creatives in creative... How do I say In creative settings. I say this because even at my workplace, Girl. we have hmm. art therapists. You're preaching. We have art therapists. We have people who, you know, work for NHS and, you know, the design, I don't know, technical term, but, like, design company, yeah. how they... um design their website yeah. and how to make it better. So being a creative doesn't mean that you
3: have to just work for in the yourself. Creative, yeah, to, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You can go into, you can cross over into the traditional career roles. Exactly. And great creative can work
2: in a nine to five. Yes. <laughs> because you, I just, the, the creatives are so important. For example, mm-hmm. marketing. A lot of people that work in recruitment just know about recruitment, how to maybe approach. Talk, get find a candidate on linkedin and then mm-hmm. call them and then ask them for an interview and then they they get the role but actually if you've noticed, obviously in our generation, social media is so much more important now yeah. in how we find out about jobs, for example. Yeah. So a lot of companies are investing into marketing and um external consultants that have that have really good skills in like marketing and creating adverts and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's creative.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: because they need that in order to um in order to keep up with everyone else if not they'll get left behind yeah Yeah. do you know what I mean so you need as as an organ as a traditional organization whether you're a bank whether you're a consulting firm you actually need creatives Mm -hmm. in maybe in most of your departments really yeah everywhere. even me in learning and development sometimes we want to put out like adverts for our courses or we want to you know there's just so many things that we need creatives for Mm -hmm. so all of us technically fall into the creative Good. we do industry, industry. Yeah. 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 yeah so and I think, it's, it's know, getting so much more important. you're
0: right like there's so many initiatives emerging mm. to support people in creative fields um and i think that's kind of what contributed to the rise in creatives and people actually coming out and proudly stating actually yes i am a graphic uh, designer exactly. i'm gonna go to university to yeah. study this graphic course and not feel obliged to I suppose, go
2: with what the majority. traditional route, yeah, yeah economics, yeah. economics yeah. math, Which is absolutely lore.
0: fine if that's what you want, but not everybody wants that.
3: But um, you've just mentioned, for example, now going to university oh, and studying. That's a, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. That's, that's a whole other thing. Because thing. I've also noticed people will go to uni, maybe go for a couple of months or for the first year and then... Studying, like, you know, graphics and these creative um, subjects, and then after a while, it's like, nah, like, let me drop out. Um, and actually, the university route wasn't for me, let me get stuck right into you know, getting a job and working as a creative. So, yeah, like, where do we go into that? Mm.
2: I think. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was a long minute question. Sorry, <laughs> it was loaded. Yeah, them ones you have to just take a pause <laughs> and really think about
0: it. Um, I, do you know what I think? What you said, it, it doesn't just apply to people who are studying a creative course. Yeah, I think it depends on whether you feel this is the right course for you. Yeah, and also um when you when you like go into other. How do I don't explain it? So if there's a certain jobs will need certain degrees and qualifications. Yeah. And if you feel like that job doesn't necessarily need that, then why, why do it unless you actually enjoy it? Okay, yeah. You, for example, you had to study law. Law, law yeah, yeah, yeah. To get to where you are going to get yeah. to. I had to study my degree. You might have had to study your degree. Not everybody has to have that same sort of route. Um, so I think it really does depend Um, I wouldn't say that the person is quitting early or because it 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 just depends on you Um, but what I will say is university is expensive Mm. so don't go and do something that you know that you're not going to carry out after you, yeah, finish. Because so otherwise, it's lot just of a total people, waste.
2: Yeah, a lot of people go to university maybe just because of their parents, yeah. just yeah. let like their parents. Because Nigeria, I feel like it, it's getting a bit better, but traditionally Nigerian parents don't can't fathom what. Graphics or for them photography, they just they don't no. see it as a proper yeah. career. Even mm. though now it really is becoming a proper career, unless writer, unless unless it's bringing they're... in money to that house. house. That's they'll yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like a lot of people go to uni just to please their parents, yeah. which is quite unfortunate. But you know, hopefully, with episodes like this, people become more empowered to actually do what they. Want, want to, to do, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah do you know what I mean yeah. Um, because even for like for me I did psychology I didn't necessarily need to go to university to, and I didn't so okay so I did psychology and with psychology psychology is a very broad topic mm-hmm. so I didn't actually have to go to uni technically to do my role now mm-hmm. I really could have learned on the job or do you know do you know what I yeah, mean yeah so yeah there's it's up to you really what
0: you find value in yeah mm-hmm. so just kind of do what you feel you need to do and not what everybody else wants you to it's do. True. That's yeah. true. That's what I would say. Um, but yeah, I would, I would say that a lot of people are being more courageous with their passion yeah, and what they want which is to good. do. So that's really good. I just wanted to read out this tweet, which kind of triggered me. I don't know if it'll trigger you guys as well. But it says, chasing a dream comes with greater risk, which we are willing to accept. I could go and get a job whenever I want for security it takes a lot to look past that and do what you feel. Okay. Do you agree with that? For me, I totally disagree with it because. Can
3: you just read the question? And get so it them? basically
0: it says it's trying to say that if you chase a dream, yeah. So take going on that um, entrepreneur route, you're taking a greater risk as opposed to working a nine to five or in a corporate setting, sort of thing. So for me. I totally disagree with it because I feel like I can't, for example, for you, Bumi, I can't come, I can't do what you are doing yeah. because I might not have the passion for it, but also it's a lot of work. You know, you you are currently taking a greater risk by working, and studying at the same time. I'm taking a big financial risk. Fin-
3: mm. Financial risk yeah. as well. Let's, my let's talk about that. Is 20 grand. Oh my goodness. So that's you a, get big, a loan for that. Um I well, that's one of the reasons why I work full-time. Right. So oh I gosh. got a bit of a loan from the government, the rest I pay off myself every month. Yeah. That's a big financial risk for me. Um, because <sighs> for those who don't know, just because you end up with a barrister qualification doesn't mean you'll be able to practice at the bar you still need to get pupillage and your practice certificate yeah um and for those who know the bar just like for those who know the bar isn't that simple you may qualify um but doesn't mean you'll ever be able to practice you've got about a minimum i think no you've got maximum five years Mm. to get a pupillage so you can practice after you get called so i'm taking an even greater risk financially and just mentally as well because I do, at the back of my mind, know that there is a potential that I'll never be able to practice at the bar. So I have to start thinking. Is that thinking. because of the competition? Um, yeah, competition is fierce. Right. So I need to know, I've already started looking at backup careers Mm. Face, um, girl you can do it i, I
0: know oh, you, but say, you say you say backup careers you see the, these backup careers that you're looking into yeah is it something that you feel like you could be passionate about or is it literally just like listen it no, doesn't work out let me just do that it's
3: something that i can be passionate about i would say that the one thing that i'm trying to get passionate about is literally commercial practice because at the end of the day i still need to have common sense that commercial law is where the money's at as mm. well. So at the back of my own mind, I'm also thinking about financially as well. Yes, I've got my main passions, but then financially as well, um, for a bit, maybe I'll get into
2: commercial practice for a bit. And would you have, have to have done your barrister practice and barrister studying now to do commercial law?
3: Um, with commercial law... It, now it's a bit of a flexibility. Mm. So, different careers, so you could have a qualification in accounting and get into commercial law. Right. Um, but for the most part of it, you do have to have like some sort of legal background. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of, you know, st- started thinking of backup careers. How can mm. I use my qualifications yeah. to get into other careers? Because there is that, that chance that I'll never be able to practice at the bar. Wow. So, I feel like that person that tweeted that. Like I just don't agree with that. I feel like they are, they're Can so focused. I think they're so focused on this entrepreneurial um, dream mm. that they've forgotten exactly what it. How people even get to a nine to five job, anyways? Exactly the sacrifices. Yeah. Qualify even education is a sacrifice. Yeah. In yeah. The service. Yeah. People don't. People just think oh because we go to education it's
2: free. Yeah. It's you small. know it's fine and Uni it's secure. Like, it's how many yeah. people have studied a job. Um, a, sorry, I studied a specific course and I'm not in that area. Right, and it's so not t- it, exactly, and it's not because they don't want to. A mm-hmm. lot of the time, it's not because they don't want to. Yeah, it's because the competition is tough. tough. It, yeah, it is. yeah. It I is. was applying for graduate jobs for ages, doing all those interviews, all the um, numerical reasoning tests and did not get a single offer. Yeah. So it's tough. Like the composition is tough out there because everyone wants the same thing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But let me see that tweet. Let me see if I can... Have you sent it? Yeah. So I can open it up.
0: But yeah, I think it's just really ignorant. I think that's the only way I can describe it. It's very ignorant because this person clearly just doesn't... He's he or she. It's very one one-sided in yeah. their views yeah. and doesn't understand that you know mm-hmm. other careers also have their own sacrifices instance, and risk yeah. and you know yeah. trials and tribulations yeah. and you know even my f- friends I'm, I'm lucky to have um a friendship group where we're also diverse in you know what we want to do in life like mm-hmm. we've got someone for me um aspiring lawyer we've got um graphic designer we've got singers we've got someone who's working in an accountant so we've got quite a broad range of um, careers and I think that's really helped us understand or helped me should I say understand what everybody has to go through the struggles everyone has to go through so there's no there's no point in comparing because we're all on different paths yeah but what we do know what we do share is that common factor of this might not be easy yeah but in order to get to where we want to get to, we have to work hard. We can't we can't just
2: sell through this smoothly. Exactly. Any yeah, career. Yeah, exactly. Any yeah. career so. And I think this tweet is quite biased because he's saying chasing a dream comes with greater risks. So that means he's really suggesting that only entrepreneurship comes with chasing a dream. Like how me maybe wanting to become a learning and development director, that could be a dream I'm chasing too. Mm. But it seems here that this person is talking from only, you know, chasing a side hustle dream. But how do you know all our dreams are to be, to own our own business? My dream could be to become a partner. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, I don't really agree with how, I think it's just quite it, different it is yeah, yeah. No, he's saying oh yeah I could go and get a job whenever I want for the security okay but no the you can't it- get a job whenever <laughs> you want okay <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's so, so, but even <laughs> then, <laughs> <but> then <laughs> but even yeah, what kind then. of job though because he you could go and get a cleaner job and exactly the, yeah. the security but that mm. cleaner job is not going to be as good as a consulting or banker or do you know what I mean there's levels to but this. then
3: even then I could get a job anytime. I feel like again people don't realize the steps to even getting a job. It's not easy. I was just, you, just, just be, about
0: this the other day. Either. Yes. We were speaking about this the other day. Remember, it's, I think back in the day, all you could do was hand in your CV and, and that's it. it. Now yes. you have to write us, what's a cover, cover letter. Cover letter. Supporting <laughs> statement to some of us yeah. as well. It's so, Bruh. It's so
3: long. Bruh. <laughs> so it's not
2: just a click of a finger and, and be, be like, oh, job. I've got the job. Exactly. exactly. Interview. Like Interviews, Interviews alone. Interviews like, alone. So my friend was telling me that she was speaking to a recruiter who said that he had, at that point, he had 4,000 CVs in his wow. inbox. 4,000. Oh Guys, the competition is fierce. It's not that easy to get a job. The way wow. people speak about getting a job, like you just one click apply yeah. and they call you the next day. Oh yeah, you could start tomorrow. No. It's not that easy at all. Like, no. It also requires work. Yes. It also yeah. requires Interview prep alone. You I remember know. how I was, nowadays they ask me to do presentations and stuff in interviews. Wow. <laughs> it's no longer oh, just why do you want the job? How do you deal with a difficult situation? Yeah. No, wow. no, I you to, actually I had have to, them, to prepare. I had to <laughs> and to do say, the work
0: panel interview where because I you know I work in a hospital, but yeah. one of our patients, shall I say, was part of that panel, and they were asking me questions. It was so daunting let me tell you I was like what kind of interview is this why can't I just have a normal interview where there's just one person in front of me but no I had four people in front of me and it was so daunting but it kind of goes to show you that the competition is high like you guys already said and you know even how do I say even like people who have a degree it's not enough you need to have experience you can't just come and say oh I've gotten a first class in Accounting and I went to a top university and yeah. oh I'm gonna get a job, yeah they might look at you and be like oh okay maybe maybe but listen there's so many other people behind or
2: in front of you that have the exact same thing yeah so how can you make no one is guaranteed out. Yeah, even yeah. in business I'm seeing so many girls starting this is just an example starting eyelash lines yeah, for okay, example yeah. how do you differentiate your eyelash line from the next girls exactly because yeah. if you've just bought sorry to say if you've just bought your eyelashes from AliExpress and then <laughs> you expect to resell them to me and it's because so, most of them are doing oh right but, yeah, but there's yeah. levels to this like I said I'm sorry because I see this too much oh God, I'm notice. seeing they're buying yeah, from like AliExpress repack- repackage it you know yeah. yeah are you yeah. that's why I yeah. don't buy my eyelashes from any of these eyelash companies yeah. because oh most God. of them just get it from AliExpresses yeah wow. I'll send you the link to where I get my I get mine Send it to me Because But if I've seen That you've actually Put in effort To create a brand And you know You've done the packaging All nice Then maybe I'll support you Yeah But some of them It's just so clear That they haven't put in effort They just want to jump On the bandwagon Like everyone else So how are you going To make yourself different Exactly If you're starting A makeup line How are you going To make yourself different From your competitors Mm -hmm. If you're starting A podcast How are you going To make yourself different Yeah Yeah. You know It's true It's true Even in your job How are you going to make yourself think from your colleagues? How are you going to make yourself stand out? Why would they want to choose you, Jen, as the person that they want to promote or the person that they want to, you know, be the representative for the organisation? Things like that. So... Mate, it's a hustle, man. It's, a, it's a
0: hustle. <laughs> I was going to it's oh, hustle. This is not easy. Hard. It's so this hard. This life is not
2: easy, man. And
0: people, did not really talk about it, I feel like. Nah. I people just pretend that everything's okay.
3: And it's not. We're all struggling. <laughs> <laughs> we can all struggle together. Exactly. Collectively. <laughs> Collective struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I should be crying. <laughs> no,
0: seriously. It, it is a struggle and I oh, feel okay. like even... <laughs> Before, as soon as I came out of university, all I wanted is for somebody to tell me, "Just tell me the truth." Like yeah. seriously, how yeah. do I navigate this, this adult life? Because the way it's looking now isn't the way it looked when I was a little kid. I yeah. wanted to be an adult. I was like, "I can't wait I to get I remember out that." that. Very I remember, naive, uh, very, yeah, very naive. Naive.
2: so naive. naive. Only we knew but that now, we're all just winging it. Geez, <laughs> because
0: even, even the, the the salary that they're stating, forget that. Take off, take off at least three grand. Yeah,
2: <laughs> take off. Honestly, you know true. when they advertise the job for like 30k, for example, Mm-mm. just know you're not going to enjoy that 30k. I'll never, I always <laughs> tell people this story. My first job, I was doing like a temp yeah. and um, I was, so I was really excited. I calculated how much I was going to get. It wasn't even, <laughs> I think it was like £9.87 an hour. It was really bad. But obviously yeah. then straight out of uniform and I was yeah, like, okay. Um, so I got the job, got the salary, uh, well, calculated how much I was going to get and it was monthly then when the when the amount came (laughs) I called the agency I said oh um I was supposed to be getting so-and-so amount I think um there's been a mistake She was like oh no baby you've been taxed oh listen because you know you you just forget about tax you forget that oh yeah I'm actually in the real world now I'm no longer a student I don't get those student benefits now I'm actually going to be taxed yeah I could say I cried (laughs) Because, you know, when you really yeah. calculate how you're yeah. going to spend any yeah. of that amount, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. sad. It's, and I was, it? sorry, I wasn't getting paid monthly. I was getting paid weekly. So I felt weekly? it more, yeah. Because oh. with temp jobs, yeah, yeah. you tend to get paid weekly. Yeah, okay. So I felt it more, man. Oh, oh
0: yeah. Not even just tax. Pension.
2: Oh, my days. Pension. And NI. <laughs> I still don't <laughs> get that NI <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I'm it? paying tax, why am I paying NI as well? I don't get it. And I'm, I'm the, the wrong person. I'm the wrong person to um, ask. You, to you know, I'm not... You know, not you know, know, so so listen, so when it comes to... You know. I don't question it. I don't <laughs> question it. I look at my paycheck. I leave it as it <laughs> is. Crap. You know? Mm. It's it's hey the hustle is it's it. and even
0: like being an entrepreneur, like someone who's working for yourself, you still
2: have to pay taxes. Oh yes, they, you do. You have to sort well, out your own accounting. Like you do, but the, and I think, and then you have to then pay someone to help you do that if you're not clued up about that as well. Exactly. Yeah. I always wonder, all these girls that do like hair in their houses or makeup, do they pay taxes? Uh, <sighs> <laughs> What do You know, what? I
0: don't know. I don't know, but I don't
2: want to that, do that. No, because I generally wonder know. Like, do they uh, pay taxes? You're
3: supposed to. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, you're supposed to. But, you to. know, let's put you know it that <laughs> So, that's a, that's a whole different. The, yeah. For me, not yeah. the lawyer here. So. <laughs> I, put, I will say you're supposed to, but, like, whether in practice people do it or do,
2: not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I say. Everyone's trying to <laughs> We're hustle out every <laughs> last penny of the You know, coin. I can't really regrudge
3: people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, legally you have it, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like Again, that's adulthood. So Wait, we're know, all figuring it.
2: We're all figuring out how to do it. Do it. I feel yeah. like, like in this generation, we're doing really, really well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, want I feel to like learn. we are a lot yeah. more clued up. Yeah. than the previous generations. I do feel like yeah. we are. I feel
3: like people want to work. Yeah, yeah. Generally, whether it's to be an entrepreneur, whether it's to have a nine to five one thing is people want to
2: work people yeah. don't just want to sit around sit and around and do nothing yeah. the Today. thing is you can't even afford to do that because yeah. this life is just so expensive it, it exactly. is. you actually cannot afford to just sit down and do nothing these days like yeah. you have to be bringing in some sort of income mm. exactly do you yeah. guys think one sort of income is enough? no, no. <laughs> I'm glad we <you> all agree <laughs> no, 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 no no I'm no. glad we all agree for the, yeah. Yeah. No. for the type of life I
3: want to live <laughs> That <laughs> is not enough for the type of life I want to. Yeah. live one isn't enough. It's not, like right. it's just, it would be nice. Yeah, if one wasn't was enough. enough, but it's um it's not. I think yeah, realistically, so you need to kind of like,
0: and I guess that's probably why people do start off things on the side. Yeah, yeah. you kind of yeah. do need to spread your wings and just kind of tap do. into different yeah. things that yeah. you are passionate about yeah. Yeah. and. You know, you can turn into some sort of income. Yeah. Exactly. It has to be passive income. So it's just, you know, whilst I exactly, sleep, Exactly. Whilst you It's there, basically. You, know, you, know, you, know, you don't you really
3: have to do too
0: much.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly.
3: But, yeah. I mean, yeah, for the life I want to live,
2: I need more than one. Trust, <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I need freedom. Yeah. I want to be able to go to a shop and see two shirts that I love. And not have to decide between them and just get both. <laughs> both of them. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just want choices. I want yeah. to have choices for my family. That's actually exactly, why yeah. I want that financial freedom. Yeah. Not even to stunt or to do design. Like, I don't really care about all that stuff. Yeah. I just want freedom <laughs> and choices. And you to know live know I mean? comfortably as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. like you guys not paycheck said, to paycheck.
0: London is very expensive. Yeah. Even the you guys
2: should come morning,
3: to Essex, man. Come to Essex and live a dude, good life. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> come to Essex. I need to. <laughs> Let me let me just sort out, you know, what yeah, I'm doing yeah. now. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come and drink it. Even like, like
0: like buying a house,
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh my
0: god, in London is so expensive. So people are literally forced to look outside, so, yeah, to see if they can find something cheaper and everything. And it's just like, ah. Oh, Why so do you long. think
2: the help to buy ISA for London homes is like twice the amount that they're willing really yeah. to give for homes outside of London?
3: Because
2: they know it's really extortionate.
3: Yeah, mm, and yeah. for
2: what you get as well, you're not even getting what you're really paying for yeah it's it's just not really worth it yeah i mean
3: yeah i can't get there guys i have faith
0: i have faith yeah but um yeah i think this was a good discussion i would say just to round this off like for anyone who's listening we're not trying to put one against the other Mm. both of them are amazing in their own right like whether you choose to work in a more structured nine to five setting, or if you choose to work in a more flexible work for yourself, basically as an entrepreneur, both of them work out perfectly. But the main thing is, it needs to be something that you're passionate about, that you want to do, that yeah. you're not doing for anybody else but yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah. And also, both can make you money. So please, n- let's not pit against each, each other, other yeah, okay? Please. Because I was going to start
2: bringing out all these salaries and ugh, yeah. You know, yeah, and no, nothing is more superior than the other. We're all hustling. Like we said, we're, we're all struggling. We're, struggling. we're all struggling. So, No, no, no. no, no. Let's say that. Listen,
0: listen. 2020 is yes. a new year. Let's, we're not struggling
2: Yes, we're not struggling anymore. That was in the past. Yes, yes. No more. Exactly.
0: Okay. I like that. Well, yeah. What do we say about me? Life
3: is for living. Life is for living. And living, living is for life.
2: <laughs> Wait, say that again for those <laughs> that may not Uh
3: Life is for living
2: and living is for life. I like that. So, I like yeah. that. Okay, so now we're going to our she's all that segment. Aww. Um so if you don't know, I'll give you a quick snippet of what it is about. So she's all that is where we just basically recognize a young boss babe, um, young or old, who is just impacting our society mm-hmm. in any way. She could have maybe started a booming business or has achieved something that is quite phenomenal really if you want to nominate yourself you can do so if you do want to nominate anyone else please do so our dms and emails are always open so yeah let's go into the shoes of that for this week
0: okay cool so we have chosen a beautiful young lady called lala ray and she is an ex-social worker and she's also the founder of it's a bello beauty yeah right and what do what do so if she. You, just
2: in case you don't know so
0: basically It's a fellow Beauty I hope I'm saying this right it's a brand that sells synthetic wigs luxury synthetic wigs by the way and affordable mm. hair and you know they've got quite a huge following she's been doing really well with that I think she was also doing both at the same time as so when she was a social worker she was having her own business on the side as well which is this um, but yeah the reason why we chose her is because you know she's kind of documented her journey for a long time she's been really open about her her journey as a social worker and also as a business owner and I think that's absolutely amazing because you know sometimes especially on social media things can look so glorifying and look like oh my gosh this person is absolutely living their best life and it might be in some cases but For the most part, it's not always like that 100%. And I just love how true she's been to herself. She's just recently um, quit her job as a social worker and she's bought her house. And just watching her on that journey and how she's kind of leveled up Mm. over the past couple of years is so inspiring.
2: Yeah. so yeah, and you that's, have to be brave to you have quit to, your job, yeah. and it shows that you really believe and in what it you're doing. And it was a good
0: paying job as well. I mean, I know I work with a lot of social workers; they get paid quite a lot of money yeah. as well. Yeah. So mm. to be able to, I think she saved up. I was watching one of her videos. She saved up a good amount with like one of her friends who was a social worker as well, and yeah. kind of just decided, listen, I think it's time for me to quit this job and take on this business full-time and that's what she did and she documented everything she bought her own house Uh, um so yeah i think she's super inspiring and yeah all the best to her Nice. nice And I think we kind of knew of her like beforehand. I think before, you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, heard,
2: yeah, yeah. I feel like the YouTube world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so she's been around. Yeah. She's been around.
2: So yeah, Lala Ray, you are our she's all that. Keep it up, sis. <laughs> it up. So yeah, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Yes. We hope you enjoyed it.
0: Yes. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope you're able to relate to it as well. Mm. Um, thank you. For me, for, Thank you for coming on. Me. Do you have any like final I, words?
3: <laughs> um, just keep grinding, people. Keep like grinding. you know, keep grinding. Yeah. Um, whatever you want is out there. You've just got a hard work, and whatever you do, whether it's a nine to five or a side hustle, at the end of the day, people have dreams and aspirations. So just go and get it. Yeah. Nice.
0: And I don't want to say all the best with your um career journey Thank and, you. And you have a couple of months left before you are barrister so yeah.
3: just keep, keep hanging there okay i'm hanging, hanging there I'm hanging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging i'm hanging nice
2: yeah all right so follow us on social media if you aren't already all things she's in a pod so that's facebook instagram twitter um and our email is hello at she's in a pod If you found this useful and if you enjoyed it, then share it on your story and tag us. Let's see and let's create a whole SIAP gang to the world for real. You know? Yes,
0: yes. We (laughs) want to hear your thoughts. Yes.
2: Um, Any comments? If
0: you didn't agree with anything we just said, or there's a particular query you have, ask us, DM us, or tag us in any of your comments. We'd love to see it. And just we'd love to carry on this conversation even after this episode. Yeah. For sure.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. Catch you in two weeks. weeks. See you up to the world.
1: It's happening daily.